And we welcome in now the Oklahoma Sportscaster of the Year himself, Adam Hildebrandt. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you today? I'm a little tired. Uh, my wife's plane uh, in from her work trip got delayed, landed about 1.45 at the Tulsa airport last night. Oh so uh, been a little bit of a short evening. I'm looking forward to the nap on the bus ride down to Norman uh, and probably on the way back as well. But, you know, other than that, we get to play baseball today. So uh, you, you are... it's the rookie, right, that says, hey, it's a great day. We get to play baseball. You are perfectly allowed to hang up on me right now and go back to bed. Nobody would <laughs> no, be angry my, at you for that. My my kids are already up and wanting to cuddle with mom anyway, so it's it's a oh. standard morning. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Now, I'm looking forward to it tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing you. The first of two showdowns between the Sooners and the Golden Eagles uh, coming up this year. Tonight they'll be in Norman. So uh, just start by telling everybody about the season so far for ORU. Yeah, it uh, got off to a pretty good start. Uh, went one and three uh, in South Alabama, but then won eight straight games at home to start the home slate and uh, really got things off on the right foot. Uh, this series at Ole Miss was uh, not great, but solid. Stole one game down there and, and probably didn't play their best baseball, but improved over the course of that weekend. And I think everybody felt pretty good about that. And then it's been a little bit hit and miss since then. Uh, not a great series against DBU. Got swept by DBU at home, and and were competitive in all three of those games, but uh, made some errors that that kept them from winning any of those contests. And then uh, actually lost two of three against Omaha at home this last weekend, which I think, if I remember correctly, because I had just looked it up, is something like only the the third home series loss in Summit League play for ORU ever. And they're 20-plus years in the league, so that doesn't wow. happen very often. So that there's probably a little bit of frustration coming off of that, and uh, they'll, they'll be looking to clean some things up, certainly going into today's game, because uh, this weekend we were actually supposed to play at Stephen F. Austin originally, and that got taken off the schedule when Stephen F. switched conferences. So uh, trying to get that, that bad taste out of your mouth a little bit from last weekend before you get a little bit of a, a, a very rare break here in the springtime. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. So you have no games this weekend at all. We have no games this weekend. I've I've not experienced that in in my my sixth year doing ORU baseball. I've never had a weekend off in the spring. Really strange. That is amazing. Yeah, that should be like that should be a deal, right? Every year, everybody gets a break for a weekend. Yeah, go on vacation everybody gets or one. Honestly, um, it wouldn't be a horrible idea for the NCAA to just make everybody take a break on the same weekend, right in the middle, and let, every, let everybody time. calm down a little bit. Yeah. What what is the Summit League race look like this year? What are the you know who are the contenders there? Uh, ORU is definitely the the, the favorite. Uh, Omaha, who was just here, is was picked third, uh, but a close third behind North Dakota State, and then North Dakota State was second. Uh, the Bison are the defending Summit League tournament champions. ORU won the regular season last year, and uh, so they get to host the tournament at home this year. The interesting thing about the scheduling this year in the Summit League is you, we added in two new teams in Northern Colorado and St. Thomas, uh, neither of which are uh, particularly high in the RPI uh, and, and certainly are expected to be towards the bottom of the league, but you're not playing everyone twice like you have in the past. So uh, I, don't, I think it's Omaha that has St. Thomas twice. Uh, I think North Dakota State has – northern colorado twice 
ORU doesn't have either of those teams twice. They have Omaha and South Dakota State for the home and home. And so the Golden Eagles have one of the tougher schedules in the league. And so it, dropping you know two or three at home is not ideal in terms of that long-term race. There's certainly plenty of time. We're only two weekends in. But uh, ORU is going to need to win some games on the road, certainly, to, to try to reclaim that, that regular season crown for a second straight year. Our guy Legend Smith's having a great year for you, isn't he? Oh, he's been so good. He has been really good. Uh, I mean, the, I, he set a career high in strikeouts two weekends ago, uh, career high in innings pitched this last weekend. I think he's had one earned run allowed or less in three consecutive starts now, and he's gone six-plus in all three of those starts. So, yeah, he's, he's really had it going. Uh, it's been able to command everything to, to both sides of the plate, and, and it's it's been a, you know, uh, you can be confident in a fairly short game on Saturdays right now. I, I don't think we played more than about two hours and 40 minutes the last few times he's pissed, which uh, my, my wife always likes when I get home early on Saturday. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at uh, statistically, they've hit it well, 288 team batting average. They've pitched it pretty well, ERA right around four. What would you say is the strength of this ORU baseball team? Well, I think the strength right now has been the starting pitching. Um, even even with some, uh, Isaac Coffey not pitching quite to the level statistically that we were expecting from him at the beginning of the year, and, and I think he'll still continue to get back towards that. But the starters have been really, really good. Uh, and then the second thing that, that's maybe a little underrated is the speed aspect of this team. Uh, they really fast. We stole 15 bases over the course of two games uh, against Pine Bluff and then the first game against uh, South Dakota State, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, but it was, I know it was 15 in two games, and and they could really put some pressure on you. A lot of a lot of bunt singles, uh, a lot of sacrifice bunts that you pressure into a bunt single, and then several stolen bases. We had a guy steal four bases in one game. We had another guy steal three bases in the singular game. The game before that, so uh, that that speed aspect is is not to be overlooked. And of course, that plays on the on the defensive end as well in the outfield. Uh, those guys have been running around and, and making a lot of catches out out in the the big open spaces. So uh, that, that speed is something that, that not a lot of teams in the Summit League have. And then uh, Connor Beekler, who's another o, OU transfer, he's got just elite speed. Uh, and it's been fun to see him, him move around quite a bit this year also. Maybe a bit of a, a rarity uh, tonight. you got two teams whose second baseman lead them in hitting. Uh, right. Actually, I think maybe Blake Robertson has passed uh, Jackson Nicholas after Sunday's game for OU. But tell me about Mac McCroskey. Uh, Mac has been uh, a, a really nice addition. Of course, Ryan Cash had been our second baseman for the last couple of years. Uh, had some eligibility left, uh, chose not to utilize that, and so and when when uh, started playing pro ball, but. Um, you know, Mac has been a guy who's been incredibly good defensively. I, to my knowledge, he still doesn't have an error on the season. But he started out absolutely red hot at the plate. I mean, he was hitting above 500 for the first several games. Uh, I think some teams started pitching him a little bit differently, hit a little bit of a slump. Uh, our SID pointed out over the weekend that he didn't think that Omaha had thrown him an inside pitch in the entirety of the series. Uh, but what he's done is he's adjusted – and started hitting the ball the other way even more than I think he was early. And that has kind of climbed him back up out of that slump. I think he hit 456 against South Dakota State. He was close to 500 again this weekend. Um, and, and so he's been up there near the top of the order where he can just, you know, 
slash and put balls in play, and suddenly he's added a little power. He's hit two home runs in, in the last uh, week or so here. So uh, started to, to add those power numbers a little bit also. But he, he can do a little bit of everything, but uh, defensively he's been incredible, and then that offense has, has come alive again here in the last 10 days or so. B.A. product, uh, Trey Wolf getting the start for you guys tonight. Uh, I'm assuming this is a bullpen night, right? Uh, in in some form or fashion, yes. It, and it got a little wonky because uh, Isaac Coffey, our Friday starter, was sick Friday. And so he ended up starting Sunday. So our Sunday starter, A.J. Archambault, ended up not pitching over the weekend. So we'll probably see him some, especially with no games this weekend. Um, our normal Tuesday starter, uh, Andrew Roach, ended up not ended up pitching out of the bullpen Sunday, so I'm not sure what we'll see with him. But with Trey in particular, he actually is coming back off of an injury. So he pitched. He started the game last Tuesday at home against Pine Bluff. He hadn't pitched at home in 1,039 days at that point uh, to a couple of arm injuries. I, Toby, I have never been more nervous before a game than I was before <laughs> that contest, knowing that he was going to start because he, he, like you said, he's a local kid. He's a great kid to be around. And he had had Tommy John surgery initially, and then had another setback that, that didn't require surgery, but kept him, you know, from pitching for more than two years. Of course, he'd throw COVID in there too, and and so he he came out at South Alabama the first weekend of the year and threw like a third of an inning, and then had arm tightness and left the game. Oh no! And I've never been more sick to my stomach. I don't think than, than seeing that, and so him coming back getting that start uh they they only threw him an inning last week i'm guessing that's probably going to be the, the strategy again this weekend or today um but i just i was i just everybody in the in the place wanted to see him just go out there throw a good inning and then leave the mound healthy and look forward to the next one and that's exactly what that's happened uh, he, he faced the minimum so uh they're still working him back so he won't have a, a long outing or anything along those lines and then we'll kind of see where they go from there. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's likely to be some some sort of a bullpen day for sure. All right. You demand, get some rest. We'll see you down here in the not-too-distant future. Safe travels, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, Toby. We'll see you soon. Adam Hildebrandt, voice of the ORU Golden Eagles, 6.30 tonight, first pitch. 6 o'clock is the pregame show.